Show number 122 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. Well, here we are. We're back. We're back. It's been a little while. It has. Because so many things were happening after the new year. Yes. But um, we're, we're doing a podcast and we're thinking about how great the last podcast was. Hope you all listened right through to the very end. Yeah. Because that's important. It was. And I didn't know Lena was going to put that there. So it was truly special. And there might be more fun stuff in in other episodes. Um, So we've got a bunch of things to talk about. And we're going to watch something and then talk about that. And I'll just preempt that a little bit by saying, if you're not a member of the Moore Shatner group, more shat, less shame over on Live Journal. You really should join it because the, this is an unpaid plug. This is an unpaid Something plug. Bill would never do. Because the people who are there, who post stuff there, have this treasure trove of old stuff that Bill was in. All of these old TV shows and guest appearances on other stuff, and they've been uploading them. So I've been downloading like a maniac. <laughs> we we have. She uh, needs a, a new um, portable drive for all her. It's shit I, have, I, I made a separate folder in my downloads folder called Bill because I had all these different files, and they're all you know AVI files. But right. So if you want to watch stuff that Bill was in in the old days, you need to join the group because all of the posts are it's locked. It's not the old days. It's the before <laughs> the time. Before time. Um, if you're not a member of the group, you won't see the posts and you won't get the links. Mm-hmm. And it's not really fair to ask other people to share them. You should be a member of the group. And right, right. And, and, and show your, and your more Shatnerness, yeah. less shameliness. And, and leave comments and say how much you appreciate it. So I personally want to say a huge, giant thank you to all of the people on More Shatner who have been posting these links and uploading these TV shows because they're fabulous. <laughs> So we're going to do that later. But we have a couple of other things that we want to talk about first. So let's talk about the con a little bit. Okay. Well, friends, as it turns out, I was not able to go. Um, We, Mm -hmm. Lena and I, and our significant others, and a bunch of other people, (laughs) huge, huge aircraft hangar, had all (laughs) gone to see Eddie Izzard the night before, which was so much fun. It was hilarious. It was wonderful. But it was three hours long. We didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be that long. No. intermission. (laughs) And you're sitting in these chairs and you're sitting at a strange angle Mm because we were sort of off to the side, great seats. But that sort of did a number on my back. Mm -hmm. So I thought, I cannot drive or ride BART up to San Francisco, stand in lines, sit in an auditorium. Mm -hmm. So I missed it. But luckily, friends sent or posted um, con reports. So I, I want to give you all the reports that I got secondhand. Mm -hmm. So the first one came from our wonderful friend Francine, the Mm -hmm. fabulous Francine, I think should be her title. She was also at Eddie Izzard. Yes. uh, But she managed to go to the con as well. Um, Okay, okay. Bill was, I'm reading from her email now. Bill was his wild, wonderful self, rumpled and very chubby. (laughs) He seriously looked like he rolled out of bed, threw on a too tight leather blazer and turned up. He's definitely gained weight since August, but his arms and shoulders looked good. Patrick Stewart was gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. 
Okay, things got a little tense when Bill brought up Rush Limbaugh and Sarah Palin. Patrick was reluctant to discuss American politics because he's not a citizen. Mm. Bill isn't either. Bill, of course, went into raw nerve mode and pressed the issue. So Patrick said that Limbaugh says inflammatory and prejudiced things without backing them up with facts. You could tell that Patrick felt strongly about this, and Bill is agreeing wholeheartedly. Bill then reveals that he had Limbaugh over to his house for a Super Bowl party and that he seemed like a nice, regular guy. Up till then, Patrick had his arm around Bill. He very carefully removed his arm and held his microphone in a death grip. You could see the muscles in his jaw bulge. There was a few beats of silence, then Bill made a joke about Sarah Palin and Patrick laughed. The show continued on lighthearted and fun, but the damage was done. Patrick's smile did not reach his eyes until the end when there was a genuine warm embrace. Who can stay mad at Bill except George? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, then that's about Patrick. So, um, uh, And then she says, by the way, I, I read that Shatner had Limbaugh at his house to lull him <laughs> into coming on raw nerve. So that was her report, and that was kind of reported some other places as well. And uh, now let me get back. Oh crap! Did, did you close it accidentally? Yeah, yeah, I closed the one, the next one I wanted. So can you maybe talk about that for a minute? Oh well, I think what I just said. <laughs> I think that, that's very funny, and I noticed that in the other con report that you had sent to me. Um, no one, it wasn't mentioned. That whole little interaction about right. politics was not mentioned. So um, I think that it was extremely uh, insightful and sharp-eyed of Francine to see that little exchange happen. Well, I think you're talking about the other one, which I'm about to read now, yes. which was posted on the Shatner board by a member of the Shatner mm -hmm. fan club. And that place has, over the years, become so inflammatory that politics are completely banned. Oh. And so oh, this right. person might not have done it for that reason, or they might not have done it for the reason that nobody ever posts anything mm -hmm. even slightly negative. Okay, was jam-packed with attendees wanting to see Patrick Stewart and William Shatner on stage together. Later in the day, Gary Lockwood <laughs> and Chase Masterson had their turns on stage to speak to the crowd. Um, by the way, I, was, um, I didn't buy a ticket, and I went online, and they were all sold out. Mm -hmm. And I had made plans to buy one from someone through Craigslist, which I found out was a good thing if I had gone because the few they had for purchase there sold out wow. instantly. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Patrick started off, blah, 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 blah. Where did Bill come on? <laughs> That's the part we're interested in. Stuart, Stuart, Stuart. Bill, Bill, Bill. Where's Bill? Oh, here's the part. Okay. Um. As we all know, you know, Patrick Stewart was made a knight, so he's now... Sir. Sir. As he came, and he was talking about this. As he came to the end of explaining the process of becoming a knight, in walked William Shatner. In the funniest moment of the entire day, Shatner then knelt on one knee before Stewart. I was wondering, if you could put in a good word for me, Shatner said. Arise, sir, Stewart graciously commanded. Sir Patrick, exclaimed Shatner. Now, here's the thing... I wanted to show you. It is a great picture of that moment. It was posted on Trek Movie. Oh, oh let me see. Oh, my. Oh, well, oh, I can see. Bill kneeling before Patrick Stewart and looking so dead serious he about does. it that it's as if Patrick in his jeans and T-shirt <laughs> is, is actually going to knight Bill. 
Um, we will definitely be posting that picture on the blog. I thought so. I think that That's why I worked so hard that. trying to find yes, it again. Yes, 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 yes. So um, after a bit of teasing about Stuart's house in England, Shatner took the stage while Stuart walked off to later return. Um, Shatner smiled mischievously. I admire him. I admire his jacket, really. He looks so elegant. He has this incredible reputation. And to follow in his footsteps, but then... I am Captain Kirk. <laughs> the crowd roared thunderously. Shatner went into the Q&A right away. Uh, let's see. Was there something really juicy or goody? Uh, oh, and he talked about how he's going to be on WWE, uh, Worldwide mm -hmm. Extremely Violent Wrestling, whatever it stands for. And he says, which shows you the difference between Patrick Stewart and myself. Um and if, oh, they, they talked about Boston Legal. He commented on being handed a four-page scene in which he had nothing to say but Denny Crane and joked that producer David Kelly was having him say Denny Crane every way. Oh, having him say Denny Crane every time he went to the bathroom. I looked down and say Denny Crane. <laughs> Regarding Stuart becoming a knight, Shatner joked, I'm a British subject, aren't I as a Canadian? Why can't I be a sir? Why does he have to be a sir? Sir Pat? <laughs> Um, he also apparently has not seen the movie because he said J.J. No. Abrams has promised to set up a screening at Paramount and that will be done in the next two to three weeks. Regarding a compromise between Spock's death in Star Trek II and Kirk's death in Star Trek VII, yeah, mm -hmm. Spock's death scene was made even more meaningful because he didn't know whether Leonard Nimoy would return in Star Trek III mm -hmm. and he approached Kirk's final death scene with the character seeing the awe and wonder of death coming. Okay, then Patrick came back on, and, uh, oh, and that, this is funny, when they talk about the pantyhose. I love that story. Okay. That's a good story. Uh, Stuart related that within the last week he had been skiing and that his legs were sore. This brought about Shatner's story about how both of them wore pantyhose to prevent chafing uh, during the riding scenes in Star Trek Generations. When Stuart came out of his trailer for the first time to ride, he had the pantyhose on the outside of the costume. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I read that, I was like, really? <laughs> I'm sure he did it as a joke, if it's true. Shatner remarked, it gave the Kirk-Picard relationship a whole new meaning. <laughs> yeah. S Stewart spoke to the audience. The next time you watch Star Trek Generations, when you see us on the back of those horses, just lodge in the back of your mind, those two guys are wearing pantyhose. <laughs> A bit later, the talk continued with more about horses. Shatner saying how he won an award for the best in reigning on the West Coast, and Stuart saying how he had to dismount from a gigantic horse in Macbeth. Stuart also said how he was going to have dinner with Jonathan Frakes on Monday night at a steakhouse. Stand by for the red wine and the raw meat. <laughs> when Shatner teased him for eating so little red meat these days, Stuart grinned, You mean I'm not manly enough? <laughs> it's true, I am learning to celebrate the woman in me, Shatner replied. <laughs> Well, I was trying to help with the pantyhose. <laughs> with that final thought, the duo left the stage. Now, here's Gary Lockwood. Oh, my God. The thing about... Okay, you just, just do it because okay. it's the funniest thing ever. For the first time ever at a creation convention, Gary Lockwood took the main stage. <laughs> took it home. In a sit-down chat with creation co-producer Adam Malin, because they realized you can't let Lockwood just be on stage. Oh, no. You know, without someone there to tame him or rein him in. Gary spoke about two subjects. <laughs> himself and himself. <laughs> yes. His work on 2001 Space Odyssey and Star Trek. He divulged some interesting trivia. He did 75% of the stunt work wire work on 2001. Mm -hmm. And in Star Trek, 
Gene Roddenberry wrote the part of Gary Mitchell with him in mind. As Lockwood quoted Roddenberry, yeah, you become God, and we all know that's who you think you are. <laughs> that's so funny. I laughed out loud when I read that. So did I. Oh. And you know what? I swear, I read it, I laughed, and I had to say it, and I say it just like you do. Lockwood. <laughs> and you know, the fact that he would tell that story on the stage in public just goes to prove that he doesn't give a shit who knows it. <laughs> he really doesn't. <laughs> so, um, oh. I was, uh, there's also, here's a picture of Bill in his rumply oh, yeah. pudginess. Yeah, that's a nice jacket though. Yeah, too bad it doesn't go with anything and it's too long on him, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so I, I was very sorry I didn't get to go. I had a lot of friends I was supposed to meet up with. Then, oh, here's a nice picture, too, of Bill and Patrick. Oh, that's a nice pose that Patrick is in. Yeah, there. he's sort of leaning on the, yeah. the chair. Oh, and there are uh, more photos on Flickr, so we'll probably oh, have, okay. to, have to post we'll that. We'll put in a link, um, and we'll, we'll definitely post the one where Bill is kneeling, because that was really good. Who are these guys? I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to see if there was a picture of Lockwood, but apparently not. But anyway, so there, there's this interesting article with pictures on uh, Trek movie. Yeah. So. Okay. We'll put the link. People can go. So, missed the con and missed Lockwood. But, you know, really, I think to get that full, oh, my God, what a jerk effect. You need to be up close. Definitely. You need to be talking to him. You need to be sitting next to him with his hand on your leg. Yeah. <laughs> as he goes on and on and on. And calls you a chick. And and calls you a chick and just basically doesn't shut up. And then yeah. your friend comes over and says the thing about juggling you. <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. So I wish we had recorded that. Oh my god! Oh my god! That would have been the best. Thing you ever. know, next time we get a chance to see him, slip the recorder oh, in your pocket, and we'll, we'll let's see how many times, like in five minutes, he can say, "I don't give a shit who knows it." <laughs> and 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 talk about how many women, he, how, how many more women he's slept with than anybody, basically. but especially Bill, Bill, Warren Beatty, and Nimoy, and how he punched Leonard in the face or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, or or could something have, could have something. Yeah, was some story. I could have taken him. Made him <laughs> made him cry like a little girl. <laughs> oh well, you know, um, now that that Lockwood is doing con appearances on stage as opposed to just sitting there shilling for himself, I think there's a good chance we'll get to see him at a con somewhere down the road. Yes, where he's blathering about something or other. Mm -hmm. So we have that to look forward to. Oh goody! <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> oh my back hurts. I can't go. <laughs> Okay, so um, basically, um, I'm really glad that uh, um, so many people let us know what yeah. went on at the con, and I'm very sorry to have missed it. Well, but there'll be more cons. These yes, yes, we'll get to see more yes. of that. Okay, very good. Um, I want to bring up one more thing, um, and then we'll take a little break. But uh, in our um, episode before the last episode, we talked about the Gorn Cannon. <laughs> yes. And um, we asked our listeners to send in any ideas they had for other Star Trek myths that they mm. might test. And a couple of people said a, a few things, you know, like Star Trek fighting techniques and things like that. Whether you can really disable your opponent by karate chopping them with one hand on either side of the, you know, like that. So that'd be good. But then I thought about the one thing that they could test, which would be really interesting. Which is? The Vulcan neck pinch. So many things to test.
asked about that. So first of all, do you have to be Vulcan? Do you have to be Vulcan? Can you be a human being and do it? Like, is there an how how hard do you really have to pinch someone in that area to make them fall down? Can or, it even be done? Yes, yeah. Can it even be done? Because yeah. is it how hard you pinch, or is it a specific if, thing, or? Is it the incredible Vulcan superpowers right. that right. if you touch someone there, they right. go down? And, and is it really a nerve pinch? Or are you actually cutting off a blood supply or something like that? Like, what is it about that? What nerves and things are in that corner of your shoulder that would <laughs> cause you to fall down unconscious? Well, I tell you, the minute you said it, I, I remembered something. The show, like, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, Soap. Yeah. Billy oh, Crystal yeah, yeah. was on it. And, oh, I That's loved right. it. It was such a funny show. But there was... An episode in which a bunch of the characters, or some of them, were kidnapped or something, mm -hmm. and so they were trying to escape. And I believe it was Billy Crystal who did this, um, reached over and did a nerve pinch on mm -hmm. the gangster, and the gangster fell down and went, "Oh my God, it works!" And they all ran off. <laughs> That's great. I don't remember that, but that's really funny. Yes. So I think they should test the Vulcan nerve pinch. I think that would be a great myth to test. Yes. I'd love to see that. Well, you know what? I think Star Trek kind of proved you have to be Vulcan to do it because remember when uh, McCoy was carrying Spock's Katra? Oh. And he was trying to oh, do it right, and nothing. Right. Well, but, you know, McCoy's a weak old man. He couldn't do it. And so No, yeah. but I'm saying he had, you know, Spock inside yeah. of him. So if it was a mental ability, it's got to be something physical something in the the vulcan skin or touch i don't know i would like to know and so does does kirk pass out every time he and spock um <laughs> use their favorite marital aid i don't know i do not know but i'd like to know yeah so i think that'd be a good myth to test so that's my suggestion that they need to test on mythbusters okay so i i'm gonna probably send it via email i'm sure that uh, like a dozen other people have done it already and they're all star trek geeks so they probably know it but that would be a good myth. That would be great. Um, and just as an, a side note on this, um, talking about shows with Star Trek references, we've been watching a lot of um, Malcolm in the Middle, okay. which I had I used to watch, and then for some reason I stopped, and they're showing it in reruns now on Nick at Night. It's very funny. Mm -hmm. And Jason Alexander has been in a couple. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It was Everybody Hates Chris, which is oh, the other okay. show that's on, and that's a show that Chris Rock was involved right. in. Right. So um, they're on one right after the other. That's why I'm getting them confused. So... Uh, Jason Alexander has been a guest on Everybody Hates Chris as the principal of the, the school, Corleone mm -hmm. Junior High, where they go, which is very funny. And, um, of course, everybody knows he's a big Star Trek fan, so in this one episode, he was trying to impart a lesson to Chris, the main character, and was going on and on about how you do these things, and got really serious and actually put his hand on Chris's face like he was doing a Vulcan mind meld <laughs> and talking while he was doing it. And didn't say anything about it. He just did it as he was talking. It was very, that, that's very great. Funny. Now, do you remember speaking of those kind of shows when they did the Star Trek um, episode on Wonder Years? I'm sure I saw it. What was it? I, I remember very little about it, but oh. I, Winnie, the little girl, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that all the little boys were in love with, she was in, you know, like the shorty Star Trek outfit, oh. and um, the main kids. I'm forgetting everybody's name neighbor who was such a nerd. He was kind yeah. of a millhouse. He was millhouse, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he was Spock and the main kid of course was Kirk. And what and maybe I'm misremembering and if anybody knows what I'm talking about, you know, let me know. But it seems to me that the main kid was doing a pretty decent <gasps> Kirk impersonation. Oh, Might have to funny. look it up on YouTube okay. or something. That's very funny. Well we could try to find it. Yeah. Can... Hey before we break, because yes. yes. we're gonna watch something then we'll talk. I want to show you these things I found. Ooh. Um, they look like books. They are books. I was cleaning out my books. Uh -huh. We have millions, and I was being very brutal. I was really getting rid of the stuff 
that I'm never going to read again, mm -hmm. which included 90% of my Star Trek books. Mm -hmm. I kept the few I really like. Mm -hmm. But I found these two that, of course, I don't know which, what I, where they came from. And I want to show them to you. This one, first of all, initially cost $2.50. Beyond the TV series, beyond the movie, Star Trek, The Further Adventures of the Starship Enterprise. Mm -hmm. And look at this intriguing cover. Whoa. Wow. Kirk looks like he's yodeling. <laughs> Oh, it's Marvel Illustrated Book, like Marvel Comics? It's a comic <gasps> in a book. Whoa. And it's really weird. There's Like you open it anywhere, and there's something weird going on, like a big bird landing on Scotty. <laughs> They're wearing the costumes from the movie. From yeah. The movie. And Spock getting <gasps> blowed up. But wow. Um, there, there was something in here. Oh, this. see, it just flips right open to it. Here's Janice Rand. Oh. In her, her movie costume, and the voiceover <laughs> says, she's proceeding through a Jeffrey's tube mm -hmm. along the connection line between the primary and secondary hulls. I shall lead us to her. Yes, Spock, I hear you. So she's crawling through the ductwork, and here, look, she comes out of it. <laughs> Why is it always done? <laughs> I don't know. But... That's weird. I, I have never seen this before. Well, that's why it's it's for you, but here's the weirdest thing. Yeah? It's autographed by James Stewart. Wow. That's crazy, man. Stan Lee presents, and it is, in fact, autographed by James Stewart. Wow. So you're going to have to report on that. I will. I'm going to read this, and I'm going to report on it, and this is just really, really weird. 1980, 1981. First printing, 1982. And the only thing I can think of, and the same for this other one I'm going to show you, because I have no memory of buying these, and there's no reason why I would have bought them, yeah. is at one point somebody had given me a huge box full of Trek stuff. Uh -huh. And this might, these two might have been in it. Yeah. Wow. That's really weird. I wonder if, I'm going to have to research this, I wonder if this was originally comic book comic books and then mm -hmm. they took it and put it into book form maybe so or maybe not i mean maybe they just made it specifically for a book right well we're gonna have to find it out that's yep. so funny when she's crawling along she's got a really weird expression on her face though she's she sort of she looks a little surprised and happy at the same time i mean if i was crawling through a duct i don't think i'd have that expression on no my face. i don't either no she's no helen noel no okay this other one is from Which Way Books. <laughs> Blast off to amazing new adventures on the Starship Enterprise. It's called Star Trek Phaser Fight. And Ooh, what it is, it's one of those choose your own adventure. <gasps> where uh, you choose. You can be member to a phantom ship overrun with fierce mirror creatures or match wits with the giant alien who wants to crush the Enterprise like a bug. <laughs> but choose carefully or the Enterprise and you could be lost Forever. Ooh, scary. Yeah, so. Wow, that's good. We're going to have to play here's, it. Here's what it says on the outside. Is it also autographed by Jimmy Dillon? <laughs> no. This, this is just the first page, the blurb page, uh, okay. okay? Mr. Spock is under attack. The strange-looking creatures appear to be made of glass. You leap inside the transporter room, and it's as if you're suddenly inside a hall of mirrors. Everywhere you look, you see images of yourself and Mr. Spock. Oh, this lady from Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> the images are getting larger. The aliens are obviously creeping closer. Should you start blasting with your phaser? 
or should you make a run for the transporter controls and try to beam these creatures off the ship? If you start firing your phaser at the aliens, turn to page 53. <laughs> if you try to beam these creatures off the ship, turn to page 59. So, you know, like this is a, a, the easy version of the Star Trek Academy yeah, test. Definitely. And uh, and it's got pictures. Wow. Crappy ones. That's great. And uh, so <laughs> this is something we cannot. Uh, we, we have to play with it. Definitely. Maybe def it would be more fun after a couple of beer slushies, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Babies. That's weird. Yeah. 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 This is sort of the, um, the, the... Wait, wait. Oh, yeah? Here, the Enterprise is being attacked by a giant banana. <laughs> or something else. <laughs> this is sort of the paper equivalent of the, um, the game, the very early computer games that I used to play. You know, you are walking down a road. There is a stone in the middle of the road. Yep. You try to pick it up. You can't do that now. <laughs> so... These are great. These are fantastic. I'm so glad you found these. Yes, and, and I didn't toss them. Yeah. Picture of uh, yes. on the front there too. The other ones that I saved, I have to tell you this, um, are books I will never read again because they were really crappy. Mm -hmm. But it was the three-part series Brothers Keeper. Oh yes, about Mitchell. Mitchell. And the reason I kept it is because the illustrations of young Captain Kirk on the covers are so awesome. <laughs> I mean, I probably could have just ripped the covers and kept those. But... That's great. All right. Uh, a break, and then we're going to come back. Okay. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. What has Bill done for you lately? Comments to lookathisbutt.blogspot.com, email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This podcast recorded on a MacBook Pro with Audacity and GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. You've found the best podcasts in the universe. Okay, that's Oh, better. what a lovely butt. <laughs> is that a no-coward song? Yes, it is. Oh. I believe he uh, wrote it for his, his special appearance in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, we just watched a 1965 episode of The Virginian TV Western show that neither of us had ever watched before. Not just never watched this oh, episode, but had never, never ever watched. seen The Virginian. Didn't, didn't know about it, didn't know what it was about, didn't know pretty much anything about it. Um, at the beginning it said it starred Lee J. Cobb, uh -huh. but he wasn't it, in it. it this wasn't was like all. the bizarro universe of TV. <laughs> it's called The Virginian, but it doesn't take place in Virginia. Correct, yeah. And it stars Lee J. Cobb, but not he's in, not he's in it. He's not in it at all. And... Um, like a lot of the other stuff that we've been watching from sort of the 50s and the 60s. More the 60s. The oh, 50s were tighter. So padded. I mean, oh. it was about a half an hour padded out to a full hour. And the padding was in a lot of shots of people riding on horses and long talky scenes where not a lot of information is exchanged. And the sky getting dark and, and the sky getting, getting light. light again. And a whole, like, no kidding, 10-minute sequence of them prospecting for gold. 
Yeah. That just went on and on and on and on. Oh, my God. But I will say this. Oh, what a lovely book. <laughs> so that's why we watched it, because the screen caps in the preview showed a lot of shirtless stuff. There was a lot of shirtless stuff, and there was a lot of butt. Yeah. So that was good. And Bill was wearing a cowboy hat that he actually looked good in. His, his, the clothes on him looked fantastic. And his, his skin was oh, so beautiful. Amazing. And he was wearing a pretty good toupee. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. There were a few shots where he went, mm. Yeah. So if, if you want to know what the plot is, let's see if we can recap it briefly. The, the main character on the show is Doug McClure. Who's, whose name, I guess, is Trampus. Travis, I think it Oh, is. God. But it didn't sound like that. It sounded yeah. like Trampus. So he's Travis, and he works as a, a cowboy thing. <laughs> <laughs> a cow punch, whatever that but is. But they sleep in a luxury bed bunkhouse. <laughs> with drapes. With gorgeous drapes. For, floor, floor to, to ceiling. ceiling. <laughs> in some town. And, uh, that's not in Virginia. No, that's not in Virginia. And he's in the bar, and, and suddenly Bill, whose name is Luke, shows up and, and bill's doing a a trick yeah he's balancing shot glasses right after he's been drinking out of them so uh it turns out they know each other from a long time ago and it's quickly evident that bill's a con man and so uh he decides to work as a cow punch for a day because he needs some cash and then he talks Doug McClure into going out to the Dakotas or something, to Deadwood. Yeah. Where presumably they're going to meet up with the cast of Deadwood from HBO. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to scam some people. Yeah. And then they get into a bar fight, and then they meet an old guy in jail, and then they decide to go prospecting for gold. Right. Some, with the old guy. With the old guy, yeah. Uh, and so they... Um... <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Our new assistant just held us up a sign, or held up a sign to us. I that, like that. <laughs> that said, it is Trampus, and then in parens, Wikipedia. So Wikipedia confirms that his name. Thank is not, you. His name is not Travis. It's Trampus. Trampus. It's it's Latin for tramp. <laughs> Hail Trampus. <laughs> Trampus. Yeah. Sure, for trampoline, <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay, whatever. Probably means one who bounces. <laughs> Trampus Caesar. Yeah. Hell, Trampus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, okay. we skipped something. Well, what did we skip? They arrived in Deadwood just in time for the Red Hour. <laughs> That's true. He was a they did. They rode into town, and immediately there was a fight as they danced their horses around. And somebody circle. grabbed a woman and ran off with her. And then, in the middle of the street, they danced around on their horses while they decided yeah, what, to, what do. to do. So this was a big a part of the episode was that Bill was showing off his mad horse skills. <laughs> <laughs> I can ride a horse. <laughs> and make it do tricks. And make it do tricks and stuff. Um, so they go prospecting for gold, and they find the gold, um, but it turns out they're in Indian territory, which is a bad thing. It's illegal to, to prospect to for do gold. That. Yeah. And then it turns into Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Oh, my Everybody God. goes insane, including Bill, who's the most insane, and basically just goes crazy and uh, starts accusing people of things and firing his gun and 
just has little there's indians there's a, an old guy who another old guy who mm -hmm. comes up and it's just for no like, reason for no reason yeah and endless, and they all shoot at each other endless and... shots of people shoveling sand and just and then um bill dies yeah because doug mcclure kills him and gets away with it presumably mm -hmm. i mean he doesn't tell anybody about this right he shoots bill mm -mm. um gives the indians the gold the indians go away and the old guy leaves, and Doug McClure rides back into town and gets his old job back. And nobody says anything about the fact that he's just killed someone. It's the code of the West. <laughs> it's how the West was won. I suppose. But we do have to point out, first of all, what a lovely butt. Oh. And there, there's shirtlessness, as you said, and there's wet butt. Wet butt. When Doug McClure throws a bucket of water yeah. at him, and they dance in the they water. They dance in the water. He looks so good, so slim. In the, in the, oh. So slim. In the screen cap, in the screen caps, this, this all looks much, much slasher than it mm -hmm. is. But I tell you, when Bill dies... That was very, very... He looks so gorgeous. Yeah. He oh. looks gorgeous throughout. He's the prettiest dead guy. He is. I mean, he's got a tan, and his hair looks good. And he's, and so he's got those sexy little lines, lines around his eyes. And he's and... wearing the clothes that fit him so very well. Yes. And the pants are so tight. And just not a lot of package, I have to say. There are a couple shots, yeah, but not throughout. Not well, like you know what? See, Bill's a pro, and he knew Doug McClure's the star. Well, you got to tone it down that's and, true. you know, and... He he wanted the job. He wanted to get paid. He wanted yeah. to work more. So so. But, um, oh man, he looked amazing. And and you know a crappy script. Oh my god, a stupid script that just dragged on too long. But there's Bill. You know, doing his best, acting, just doing it, putting it out there, 110 percent, trying to make it work. You know, the the script calls for his character to go crazy, so he goes really really crazy. <laughs> you know. So, working hard. Yeah. Giving it all he's got. Well, and, and you pointed out, we were noticing this all the way through, that I don't know, was this an acting phase he went through where he was constantly touching his face and rubbing his face and doing, like, almost everything short of picking his nose. Exactly. You know, like, covering his eyes and, and laughing into his hand and, and you just, you know, rubbing <laughs> and just a lot of faces. It was like on Three Stooges. <laughs> An awful lot of faces. So we're we're glad he he stop that got away from that. <laughs> Had a couple of of good Shatner swallows. Yeah, those were good. I really liked yeah. those. I liked seeing that. Uh, got to you know put his arm around a couple of women, which mm -hmm. was nice. And then um, ironically, at the end, as he's dying, he says to Doug McClure, "Did I ever tell you about that girl in Chicago I never kissed?" And we laughed at that. I yeah, mean, how could that happen? And then he dies. And then he dies. So we never got to hear the story. No. Oh, Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. And apparent, and at, at the end, thank God, they did tie up the only hanging thread left. Mm. Mary Lou showed up. I guess. <laughs> they didn't say it was her. But she said, let's discuss old times. Because they had come to Deadwood ostensibly, or one of the reasons for being there was... Um, to look up Mary Lou's dad, who was a barkeep. Yeah, he had yeah. a daughter named Mary Lou. Yeah. Who, I guess, the barkeep's daughter becomes a prostitute. I guess. Hey, I gotta say, those prostitutes were were enterprising gals. When the fight broke up, they scooped up all the money on the tables and ran. That's true. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Hell Take yeah. advantage of the situation. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh my. So, um, if you're so inclined to watch this, be advised, it's very boring. But oh, absolutely, do go look at those screen caps. Yeah. And and you know we'll put... and it's nice too because this was something that was recorded 
uh, from, a, I believe, a fairly recent, like within the past five years yeah. or so, television broadcast. So this is very good quality. It is. And the commercials have been edited out, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's that. And I'll try to do a couple of screen caps. There were a few egregious butt shots, which mm -hmm. I think we could afford to put up there. So yeah. And Bill is so slim in this. He is. And, oh, man, he looks oh, good. Oh, yeah. He just oh, that, that jacket? Yeah. Oh. Just, the clothes that they chose for him looked really, really good. Mm -hmm. He looked excellently. Now, I uh, big question: Did he sleep with all the women? Yeah. Okay. So Why he, is that a big question? Well, you know, I thought we should talk about it that he did them. Oh, and we also realized right at the very beginning, um, as the credits were rolling, that this script was written by a woman, and of course, Cheryl. Cheryl. So we thought he must have slept with her. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that's how he got the job. Well, I think this was during the time when Bill was not having too much trouble getting work. Mm. He was very popular. He made really good money as a guest star yeah, on these I'm sure. weekly series. I'm sure, yeah. And he yeah. had all those mad horse riding skills, too. Yeah, yeah. He could get those horses dancing <laughs> without oh, shooting at their feet. <laughs> so, so I'm glad we watched it. That was good. And now yes. we, we never have to watch it again. That's true. We can check it off our list. <laughs> um, moving slightly laterally, I, I have a topic that I wanted to discuss, which requires no preparation. Great. Um, and I I'm was, good at that. I was thinking the other day about um, Bill and the Belly Dancer, because so I think about that a lot. I. You know, it's just a nice thing to kind of roll around in your mind. Yeah. And um, I don't think we talked about this when we have talked about this before, but I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that... Um, on one of their dates, I can't remember if it was the first date, maybe it was, that Bill whipped out some pot and they got high. I think it was the first date. Okay. So first of all, Bill had pot. <laughs> that surprises you? A little bit. Really? Well, I just, I I mean, this was 1966, 67? Well, we don't know when they were actually dating. Uh, okay, so maybe it was a little bit later than that. I don't know. But um, it just surprised me a little because he's a little older and mm -hmm. I didn't know if that was the kind of thing that he would have access to or would be interested. You know, he always struck me as a guy who probably enjoyed a drink. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the pot just seemed a little maybe outside. But, you know, I'm fine with that. I don't have any problems with it. I'm just sitting here going, oh, well. Um, it doesn't surprise me because... Um, even though it was later than that when it mm -hmm. became much more open and, mm -hmm. and everybody was doing it, I I would think in the entertainment industry, it, it wasn't big news. Mm -hmm. So it was just around? Yeah. You think? Okay. Yeah. I, I'm fine. I mean, that, that's good. So um, then I started thinking, you know, we all know that Captain Kirk is a man who likes a drink, mm -hmm. but I don't think he would... Um, take illegal drugs. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, yes. And I agree with you. And actually, I got into quite a, a to-do with someone because in one of my Academy stories, I had Kirk smoking pot. Mm -hmm. But um, I pointed in the story, I made it clear in the story that it, it was now legal, mm -hmm. although it was quite expensive because there had been a, a disease that wiped mm. out most of the crops, so mm -hmm. they hardly ever got to do this. But somebody, one of the... Um, the Drugs and Prostitution Witch, if you remember her. Listeners, you probably, mm -hmm. we've mentioned her once before, but she got very upset at some of my stories. Mm. Very, very upset. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't think, well, but Kirk drinks Romulan ale. Oh, well, that's true. That's and he true. says that's one of the advantages of being out yeah. in, in deep space is uh, 
And he sure ignores that prime directive. I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, if maybe, he thinks it's worthwhile. Yeah, maybe I need to rethink that a little bit. Yeah. He just strikes me as so much of a straight arrow in so many ways uh-huh. that it, it, he just wouldn't do that. Well, it's not even so much the straight arrow law-breaking thing, because I think he does not really have that mm-hmm. much of a problem with it. I think, when I think of illegal drugs mm-hmm. and thinking of Kirk and what wouldn't he do, I'm thinking of, obviously, contemporary drugs, you know, things that you inject and shoot mm-hmm. up and stuff like that that are extremely dangerous. Yes. And I don't think that's the kind of danger that appeals to him. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that. I yeah. think he would... I'm going to sound very preachy here, but it's the only phrase I can think of. He would not abuse his body yeah, that way. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I mean, clearly he he is very concerned with his own physical well-being mm-hmm. and his physical health. And, you know, he exercises and, and we see him wrestling and all the rest of it. And I don't think he'd want to put that in jeopardy. And also, you know, he's the captain of the goddamn mm-hmm. enterprise. So he has to be in tip-top shape right. to do all that. Right. Yeah, so I agree. So... That's not what I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. But I just, that was a sidelight. So okay. So that was my opinion. What I really wanted to talk about is... <laughs> oh, five minutes into it. Didn't we, was, was your speech written by Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Bill's like when he's high? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I want to talk about. Okay, because... well, <laughs> this much we know. He's horny. Well, yeah. <laughs> and hard as it may be to conceive, he's hornier than usual. Ooh, okay. I like this. But I also have this vision of him giggling a lot. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think he would be the silliest person oh. in the world oh, yes. when he's high. I think everything would be funny to him. And he would think everything he does is funny, is funny to everybody else. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Pop would not really mellow Bill out. (laughs) No, he would not be the kind of person who gets high and, like, sits on the couch for four hours looking at the ceiling or whatever. Yeah, or or listening to some music, Music. man. No, I don't think so. Do you hear the message? I don't think so. (laughs) No. No. Oh, wow. But um, I also think that um, he'd be a lot of fun. I oh, mean, yes. if, if you were high, too. Of course, you know, it's very annoying when other people yes. are stoned and you're not. Oh, but, God, but, yes. But, you know, I can remember from my youth, there were people that you never wanted to smoke pot with because they reacted really badly to it, and mm-hmm. they would get paranoid and weepy well, it's or it's like whatever. bad drunks, yeah. you know? It's just, you know, it's like, oh, God, don't let them get high. It'll be too much. It'll just... Too much drama. Buzzkill. Yeah. Total buzzkill. But I don't think he would be like that. No. I think it would be really, really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'd be all silly. And then all of a sudden he'd stop and go, you know what would be a great idea? <laughs> and then he would come up with something so totally outlandish. Yeah. And then he'd go, let's go get ice cream. <laughs> And he'd come on, get in my car, and he'd take you in the car, and you'd drive to the... And he'd order, like, enough ice cream for 20 people. And he'd be in such a good mood, and then he'd be like, let's go bowling! Yeah. And then, come on, get in my car, and he'd drive to the bowling alley, and he'd, like, you know, free pizza for everybody. He'd just oh be... And he, he would, would be driving a million miles he would, an hour. He would. But that's the way I envision him being, just sort of like life of the party times 10 and making sure everybody's having a good time. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Man, I never <laughs> thought of that. So I like to think about that. I like to think about what he'd do if he was high. And and I just wonder, you know, um, the kinds of things you do sometimes when you have a group of people, and or maybe if it's just two people, mm-hmm. um, that you get involved in really weird creative experiments. You oh, know, yes. You know, where you're, like, making things out of paper or, you know, you're doing stuff with dough in the kitchen. Like, what would he do? What would be the thing that would sort of get his attention and he'd get really, really into it? Like, you know, would he build a city out of Legos? Or, no, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wouldn't build a city out of Lego. Would he try to cook something, create a new dish? Yes. He might do that. He might. And set the kitchen on fire. Yes, he might <laughs> He might definitely do that. That's a good one. I don't yeah. really see him, you know, sitting down with, like, crayons and drawing. I don't uh-uh, really. I think it's uh-uh. a more active kind of thing. Or you know what, see, even though, and he, he has said this, you know, he is so drawn to music, even though he, he has no musical mm-hmm. ability, I could see him getting into sound, not listening to it necessarily, but making sound, like going, yeah, listen, wait, listen, <laughs> do you hear that? And just totally getting into this this. This very focused in in a stone person's mind, mm-hmm. sensory experience or sensual, mm-hmm. sensual yeah. experience. Yeah, I think he would do that. Yeah, I could also see him proposing that you go for like, um, you know, go to uh, while well, you're in Los Angeles that you go up to like um, the observatory in the dark. Yeah, you know, let's go sit in the dark. Yeah, let's go up there. It'll be fun. Uh huh. I can also see him. <laughs> after the hyper part uh-huh. sort of just wandering off and ending up sitting out in his yard with his dog yeah uh-huh. and just yeah. he and the dog is just sort of communing yeah i could see that looking at the stars and yeah having this bill and his dogs moment i think so because bill loves loves nature i mean if he were up on you know that ranch he mm-hmm. has oh yeah yeah I think so. You could totally see him getting into something, you know, very physical, like, let's go swimming. Yeah. In the ocean, at night, in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Let's break into the neighbor's hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) He would do that. I could do it. I'm William Shatner. I could do anything. I'm the goddamn captain. That's right. So, I... Okay, so here's another question. Yeah? Think of all the weird things Bill has done. Uh, Yes. Many. Which ones do you think he was stoned? Like, do you think he was stoned when he wrote The Space Spider? Oh, my God. Uh, that's a good question. Um, if he... I mean, like, was he stoned when he agreed to be on top of the speeding train <laughs> with no tether? <laughs> or is that just Bill? I think that's just Bill. Yeah. I, see, I don't see him being the kind of person who would be high for a business thing. No. So if he was shooting a movie... Totally not. Mm-hmm. You know, he would never show up drunk or unprepared or anything like that. Yeah, he's too professional. About and and that. even if it was a, a thing like you know going hang gliding, I don't think he would do that. No, I, I think when he's having an experience, yeah. he wants to give himself fully to it, and he doesn't want anything to interfere with his um, enjoyment of it or his fear of it or whatever. He he's gonna mm-hmm. gonna do that. But you gotta admit, Bill gets some really wacky ideas. It's true. It's very And true. the difference between him and the average stoner is the stoner goes, you know what would be really cool? Mm-hmm. And, you know, comes up with this 
strange, wacky, off-the-wall idea, mm-hmm. and then kind of goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill, I think, you know, when he comes down and sobers up and whatever, goes, that was a good, <laughs> let's do it, you know? I think so. Because he's such a let's do it guy. He is, and he would be like that. Now, here's the other thing. Oh, God. Well, no, I mean. That, not the, that you, you haven't blown my mind enough already, but go ahead. Imagine what sex is like with Bill when oh. he's stoned. Oh, <laughs> and and I'm stoned too. Well, yeah. Okay. Because I mean, otherwise, okay. it really wouldn't be that much fun. Oh. But you know, I mean, even if you never actually got around to the sex, which <laughs> often happens when yes, you're stoned, true. You just get so into <laughs> whatever else is going on. Yeah. But imagine how he would be. I mean, he would be. I could totally imagine him. Well, starting from the belly dancer experience, just like you know, obsessing over. The quality of skin or something uh-huh. like that. And just being fascinated for hours. Well, and like remember the the Angie Dickinson sex scene yes. in Big Mama yeah. and how he's just stroking her and it's it's studying her skin, just like you said, but not just with the, the texture of his fingers, but, you know, he's, he's looking sort of at inhaling it. He's her. totally absorbed in yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, he's using his sense memory. Now, is that a sense memory of regular sex or stoned sex i mean i don't know but i i think that's a pleasant thing to think about it really really yeah 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 on on that note i think i need some alone time (laughs) (laughs) some me time but you know the funny the the thing about that is that um if it would be like a typical experience you know you'd be with bill you'd get high you'd have this whole foreplay thing where you're just digging each other and then you both fall asleep (laughs) that could happen that could happen it would still be oh it would be wonderful and everything but that's sort of the way it happens Mm -hmm. when you get really stoned yeah yeah oh this is great (laughs) and you wake up six hours later and and you're like i need some cheetos (laughs) i really need and chocolate chip cookies yes yes and strawberry hostess cupcakes yeah now now bring them to me well, those were very intriguing questions. Oh, good. I'm you know, glad you brought them I up. I thought I had the thing about him getting like like three weeks ago, mm. and I just been saving. Oh, him. and you said you had something you were saving up for me. Yeah, that that, was, that was neat. Yeah, much better than the stale certs I gave you. Yeah, well, you know those are good. It's the first taste, and they're fine after that. You just yeah, have to get but if the first that. taste is mm. yuck, it's like pfft, spit That's it out. Well, I think we should wrap this up. I think so. This so, is, has, I think we can uh, congratulate ourselves on another fine, fine thing. podcast episode. It's been very fruitful. So we'll be back next time with more news, more Bill stuff. Keep checking the blog, new stuff all the time. Oh, we're yeah, we're really things. putting up a lot of stuff now. Yeah, and I think next time we'll talk about Beat the Clock. Oh, okay. Just to drop that in there for okay. people. Yeah, yes. it'll be fun. So, um, yeah, until next time, maybe you want to go to YouTube and um, type in Shatner and Beat the Clock and just sort of see what comes up. Yeah. You might be surprised. Mm-hmm.